the idea that no one is looking at the model presented by Mayor Rudy Giuliani in New York, which was very simple. If you throw a rock, you're arrested. If you throw a bottle, you're arrested. And all of a sudden, New York was, and it literally was almost overnight, New York became safe. The John McCullough Show, weekday evenings at 6 on The Patriot. This is Next Steps for Seniors with your host, Wendy Jones. Each week, Wendy brings resources and information to help guide you through those next steps for your elderly parent or loved one. Now, here's Wendy Jones with this week's guest. Good morning, and welcome to Next Steps for Seniors. I'm Wendy Jones, your host and also owner and operator of Next Steps for Seniors, the business, located in Rochester, Michigan. And each and every week, we try to bring you pertinent information that really is going to help you along your journey, either with your loved one, or maybe this is for yourself. But the idea is, we are here to talk about the things that people really sometimes just don't want to talk about. And our topic today is actually a conference coming up that I think all of our listeners will be extremely interested to hear about. Number one, it's free. Okay. Number two... It's right here locally on Friday, October 25th. And what I like about it is that the topics that they're going to cover are all related to identifying different types of dementia and providing care. So this is for caregivers. This is for everybody. But the topic today is how this conference got started, why it started, and all the things that are going to be available to you at the conference. So to get started, I'm going to introduce our our guests in the studio today. We have Libby Carpenter. She is a social worker and business development for CNS Home Care and Hospice. Good morning, Libby. Good morning, Wendy. And then we also have Judge Mester. Good morning, Judge. Good morning, Wendy. Judge is retired, um, living the high life, living the dream right now, right? He's worked many, many, many hard years, and we are blessed to have him in the studio today. Thank you for being here, Judge. Thank you. So he has a personal story, and Judge actually was a radio listener uh, way back when. We met probably five years ago. He heard one of my first programs, (laughs) and here we are today. We've come Uh, a long way. (laughs) Well, Wendy, uh, your program provides a wonderful opportunity to tell the entire community, which we're all part of, of uh, of our growing senior uh, generations, and that's so critically so important for the advancement of this great country. I totally agree, and we all need to be educated and gain knowledge, and you have a lot of that knowledge, and I'm glad that you're here to share that with our listeners. So Judge is going to share his personal story on how he has the passion. He shares the same passion that I share for what's coming to the country, but more so individually what's happened to him on his journey. Thank you, Wendy. Um, I am an example of not being prepared for the eventuality of uh, loved ones uh, going into dementia and the responsibilities that not only uh, the uh, loved one's partner but also the whole family holds into ensuring that the loved one who has the dementia, who has uh, 
her limited ability to participate in the community has uh, the proper caregivers in both family and external to uh, to ensure her dignity. Uh, we were going to a restaurant one night, uh, a restaurant that my wife and I enjoy in Pontiac called Heroes. And um, during the evening, my wife uh, had to go to the restroom. Uh, about uh, 10 minutes later, the servers come back and say, uh, I think your wife has a problem. She said she just thinks she's had a stroke. Uh, she is very, uh, uh, she is very confused. She could not find a restroom, though she's been here a hundred times, and she still could not find that restroom. We immediately got her to emergency, and from there, for the next four years, uh, she stayed at home. She was in the hospitals, and she was in eight nursing homes, four hospitals, and I learned a lot uh, during that whole time that. Uh, I was with my uh, wife, Lynn, of 55 years at the time that she had her stroke. And it uh, it was an eye-opener for me and an eye-opener for what I failed to do and an eye-opener for what uh, I should bring to the attention of other people, what they should do. And at this time is when I also um, came on to radio contact with Next up for seniors. And thank you, Wendy, for opening my eyes to a lot of things that I wish I'd known early on, but I hadn't listened to your program until then. I, I In a lot of the... Uh, uh, I'm finding out uh, in regards to doctor-patient relationship that it's very important where one has dementia, that the doctor who has treated or the physician assistant who's treated, or the nurse treated the individual over the years, needs to be with that person at that time. Uh, the doctor who was my wife's doctor, a very fine doctor, indicated that uh, don't worry about it. The hospital will take care of yourself. you got a physician assistant there, four levels of nurses who will report. And the tragedy, they didn't know it. And and I I felt that this was uh, something that should not be that there should be a closeness of the doctor patient relationship more so. Uh, secondly, in regards to the nursing homes, I found that um, it's a very money making operation. But I also found that most nursing homes are more uh, storerooms for our seniors rather than true caregiving relationships. Uh, There's nothing attractive about it, such as your home where you have her home, she sees a, a comfortable place where she can feel comfortable. Most of the individuals in the nursing home, 60 80% of all the nursing homes I was in, did not have loved ones who could visit their, their loved one. And it wasn't that their loved ones... Uh, did not want to do that. It's simply that they had outlived them or that they were too far away or their business or money or all sorts of myriad of things that kept them from visiting with their loved one. And so they had no one to visit with them during 
during the entire time that at least Lynn was in that nursing home. And they often would look at the wall. And I told my children as I looked at it that I think one way that we can help the situation is to learn the name of everyone there in with Lynn and get to acknowledge that we are present with them as a family. And so when we walk in there to see my wife, Lynn, and their mother, uh, say hello to Mrs. Jones, say hello to Mr. Smith, so that they know that you aren't a stranger, but you're a member of the family of that home, and they can feel more comfortable in that situation. And uh, so throughout that whole process, the whole four years, and I stayed with Lynn most uh, evenings and People wondered why I didn't go home and get some rest. I said, well, when I went home, I didn't get any rest because, as everyone knows, when they have a loved one at a hospital or a nursing home or somewhere else, uh, in the middle of the night, you wake up and you throw on those clothes and you get right back there. I sleep better on the chair next to her bed. So it was, uh, and then when we brought her home, we had to have 24-hour care and even though they were very good, uh, the caregivers we had at home, uh, one day they turned their back for about 10 seconds, and that 10 seconds was enough to permit Lynn, that we didn't think had the strength, to jump over the hospital bed and fall and break her hip and break her shoulder. Mm. And uh, so notwithstanding our desire to have her at home, we ultimately had to reside on, uh, rely on the nursing homes uh, uh, for help. Uh, and it's, uh, it, it brought to my mind, the whole experience brought to my mind that we need to emphasize uh, to our entire community that we are all involved for all families to take an early look at the relationship with their loved ones, and to before the before dementia, before Alzheimer's, before Lewy bodies, before Parkinson's disease, for any of those inhibitions that uh, deny the dignity of their loved one in their senior status takes hold, they should sit down with them and talk about how do they want to be treated financially, uh, how they be treated in where they want to live. Uh, who they wish to have in control of those decisions. I absolutely agree with you 100% because many, many, many times, and thank you, thank you for sharing that story. I know it's not easy, but I also know that it's important that our listeners hear this because there are so many components that come into contact and we do not expect it. We don't expect any of them that come our way. And to be somewhat prepared by just, if nothing else, have the conversation. Have a conversation now. I love that you have all your parents. I love that you can have a conversation and talk to people. But do it now. Don't wait. Don't wait. Because knowing what your loved one's wishes are is so critically important. Libby in the next segment is going to talk about the statistics. 
how, what is coming, how many people. She's going to give us a real good idea of her experience. So we're going to be back in just a few minutes. You're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. We have reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, mm-hmm. phones, mm-hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. <laughs> Your weight is up. <laughs> You're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting dinged just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou. Big Lou! Big Lou can get term life insurance rates for a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure, or maybe he's on anxiety meds mm-hmm. for just around $200 a month for a million dollars of coverage. Oh, you gotta say that again. Go ahead. Okay, I'll say it. Big Lou and term provider could get a 50-year-old man, a little dinged up, uh-huh. a million dollars in life insurance for around $200 a month. Call Big Lou. Big Lou! He's like you. 800-555-2085. That's 800-555-2085. Don't put it off. If you're overweight, diabetic, have high blood pressure, you gotta call Big Lou. Gotta. 800-555- 555-2085. Write it down. 800-555-2085. Communication is the key to building any business. FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot, can be your communication key. The microphone that voices your business message from the stage of your own radio show, defining you as the expert in your line of work. The theater that brings your brand to a solid awareness place and position in the vast community of customers' listening ears in Metro Detroit. The broadcast professionals here will help your show develop, building you, your company, and your customer base with and through an affordable on-air and online media distribution. Get to PatriotDetroit.com. Click Contact Us at the bottom of the page. PatriotDetroit.com. Contact us. Do so and then look for a call from sales manager Brad Smith. Then build your business with your own radio show on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. Have you ever wondered how different your life would be without knee pain? Where you would go? What you would do? At New Life Medical, we want to help you find out. Call 248 965 0727. Schedule your free consultation to learn about our advanced non surgical treatment for knee pain relief. This FDA approved treatment is covered by insurance, and if you have Medicare, there may be no cost to you. Don't wait. Call New Life Medical today at 248 965 0727 to get the relief you deserve. Hi, this is Chris McCourtney, VP and General Manager here at Salem, Detroit. If you're listening to my voice right now, you're a listener to either Faith Talk Detroit or The Patriot Detroit. If you love one of these stations and you have experience in sales, we'd love to talk to you. You already understand our mission and what we do, so now maybe you'd like to join this team. If you have sales experience and understand digital marketing, we might have a job for you. Call Brad Smith, our sales manager, and give your name and number and he'll give you the next steps. Call Brad at 248-581-1221. That's 248-581-1221. If you love us, come join us. It could be a life-changing opportunity for you. And you'll never know unless you call. MotorCityHelpWanted.com presents the world's worst boss, the one who posts jobs on huge national job sites looking for anyone with a pulse. We'll just call him Dave. (laughs) 
Officer, thank goodness you're here. You said it was an emergency. And it is. We have some positions in senior management that need to be filled pronto. <sighs> Not this again. I'm telling you, our benefits are criminal. And you can't stay on the force forever. All right, boys, roll out. Wait! Hey, where's the fire? I'm so glad you're here. Don't be a Dave. Find your perfect local employee at MotorCityHelpWanted.com. Local jobs that work. This is Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors. And what a touching story we just heard from Judge Mester and his wife, Lynn, and what a beautiful family they are. And I've been privileged and honored to help them along this journey. And and like he said, I just wish I would have known them sooner. Um, But I wanted to, Libby, to share, if you would, a little bit about, uh, we talked about uh, what your journey is. Like, share your journey uh, from a, you know, home care hospice perspective and yes. what you know about Alzheimer's and dementia and the statistics, if you could share that with our listeners, too. Absolutely. Uh, my journey started about 20 years ago. Um, I had to do an internship through my social work, and I tried many different avenues, and I really found that my love was working with the geriatric and older population. I've had a long history and have worked in skilled nursing facilities, facilities which the judge was just speaking of. And I've seen many, many families go through crisis, um, and it's usually that they were not prepared. So I had met Judge Mester approximately a year ago, and I was doing an in-service on dementia, and we realized that we really do share the same passion. And we talked about preserving the dignity, talking about dementia, talking about the different things that can be done preventatively, the things that we as a family need to discuss, the hard conversations that we just hit the iceberg on in the last segment, Um, knowing your loved one, preparing for the future, those kind of things. when I went into working in the geriatric population, I did not see this baby boomer crisis coming. I did not see this. Some people are calling it the silver tsunami uh, coming through the system. Um, I did it because it was in my heart, and it was so gratifying talking to families, as you all know, kind of steering them through their personal journeys, which are so individualized, um, and helping people along the way. And preserving that dignity for folks. And and I think that what's important to know is, and I love how you say preserving the dignity, because as we age, and everybody out there listening to this program right now knows what I'm talking about, because as we age, there's certain things that become harder for us to do. But we still want to do them for as long as we can. We want to remain as independent as we possibly can. The problem comes in when we can't do it safely anymore. Mm -hmm. But our goal is to put supportive services around people to just do the things that they can't do, but let them continue to do the things they can. And I think that's where we need to be more educated. Why are we taking everything away from some of our seniors? Are you kidding? If they can go cut the grass, let them go cut the grass. If they don't want to, we can hire someone to do it. Now, when safety becomes an issue, then maybe we let them trim and we have a service to the grass. Like, let's not pull everything. There's so much to the word dignity. 
There is. And I think that that is the key word. And that's the key word of the seminar that we're planning here in Troy um, is education is a very powerful tool. I think a lot of families might get scared and maybe pull away some of the independence before it is absolutely needed. You need to look at each person individually and you need to look at what their abilities are, what um, their maybe having difficulties with at that particular moment and realize that it's ever changing. I mean, keeping that eye on it, having a force with your family or a support system in place as well, because the numbers are uh, staggering of what's going on. I was just going to ask you, can you share with us some of the numbers, you know, what the impact is going to be over the next 20 years? Yep, absolutely. So the statistics in 2017 worldwide, 47 million people were diagnosed with uh, the dementia related disease. There are many, many different types of dementia, which you can learn all about at the conference. Uh, But by the year 2030, that is expected to increase to 75 million people. 20 years later, by 2050, that number is expected to triple. So we're talking about 225 million people. Every three seconds, someone in the world is diagnosed with a dementia-related disease. I mean, that, that's really a large, large, a large figure. Number. And it's it's a very large figure. There's so many statistics out there um, that about the caregiving as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, so the impact not only to that person who was diagnosed, but to the family and the support system that we just spoke about. Um, more than 16 million Americans right now are providing unpaid care for people Their with Alzheimer's Absolutely. or dementia. Because what are they going to do? Right. Absolutely. Uh, But there are resources out there, and uh, we want to educate the community. And like I said, knowledge is power. Um, These caregivers provide an estimated 18.5 billion hours of care um, for their loved ones. For their loved ones. Mm -hmm. And if you put a number on it, and someone did, um, that's valued at nearly $234 billion. Wow. The time that they're doing in the sandwich generations, a lot of people are in that middle generation right now where they're caring for their children and their, and their, and parents. their parents. And, and it's, you've it's got a to juggle it. It's, it's a, a difficult place, place to be. And but, many of our listeners are exactly where you're talking about right now. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to introduce Susan into the program. Susan is here from uh, Westlake Health Campus. Good morning, Susan. Good morning, Wendy. I wanted to, um, if you could just share a little bit about your history. Susan's going to give us more detail about the actual speakers at mm-hmm. this program. Because, again, it's October 25th, Friday. It begins at 8.30, but I'm going to let you give all the detail because okay. you've got that, Susan. And Westlake and, Health, tell them about where you are located. Um, Westlake Health Campus is in Commerce, and we are a continuum of care from independent living to uh, long-term care, assisted living, and uh, memory care. So we can handle all the different stages of uh, growing older. And again, my name is Susan Voidenoff, and um, I met Judge Mester about a year ago through Senator Mike Kowal. Uh, he knew my um, history in geriatrics over the last 20 years and also knew that I uh, cared for my 
father the last few years who had Lewy Body's dementia, so I have a personal experience too. Anyway, um, we have quite the caliber of speakers, starting with our keynote speaker, Dr. Bruno Giordani. Dr. Uh, Giordani is a chief psychologist and tenured professor in the psychiatry, neurology, and psychology departments, as well as the School of Nursing, working with the Michigan Alzheimer's Disease Center for 25 years. Dr. Giordani has a long-lasting uh, history of connecting with the community to promote a better understanding of Alzheimer's disease and related dementias. We also have uh, Andrew Morton, uh, who is an award-winning playwright and theater artist based in Detroit, originally from the UK. Andrew's, uh, excuse me, Andrew has a, a master's in cross-sectoral of community arts from the Goldsmith College, the University of London. He currently teaches theater at the University of Michigan, Flint. Also, we have uh, Dr. Sam Barmada, PhD, also Ph.D., University of Michigan Medical School. He's the assistant professor of neurology of the University of Michigan Medical School. His clinical interests center around the dementia and motor neuron disease, and he sees patients at the cognitive, with cognitive disorders in the University of Michigan's East Ann Arbor location. Also, uh, we will have Dr. Peter Lichtenberg. Dr. Lichtenberg is the director of the Institute of Gerontology at the Merrill Palmer Skillman Institute. He is also a professor of psychology at Wayne State University. And uh, from the Alzheimer's Association, we will have Jennifer Hunt, who is the director of public policy and Michigan Alzheimer's Association. Uh, and last but not least, Wendy Jones from Next Up for Seniors. Yes, yes, I'm thank so you. honored. Thank, thank you for joining us. We'll be looking forward to this. October 25th, Friday at Walsh College, Preserving Dignity. And that's located in Troy. And I'll be speaking on senior living, placement, and care, and just the various um, options that are out there, costs associated with them, how maybe to start that discussion into moving into a community, because we all want to live in our homes as long as possible, and we want that for you. Uh, we just also, like I said earlier, want to put those supportive services around you. Susan, that is a robust agenda. I love it. So run through the times. It starts at 830. Correct. Registration. Yep. 8 o'clock registration. Um, 830, we start with the speakers. Um, and lunch is included. And also there are three uh, CE, CME credit hours for those. Um, everyone is invited from caregivers to Social workers to uh, physicians, nurses, doctors. We are here. We want to... you there. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, we want you there. And this this is how you register. Um, there is an Eventbrite registration that you need to RSVP because we need to know how many people so we know how much food. Exactly. Absolutely. Is there a phone number they can also call? Maybe we'll get that for you at the next segment. Um, but I think it's really important. Write it down, October 25th, Walsh College in Troy. You're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. We'll be back right after this break. Terrorism, radical jihad, nuclear instability. The United States faces these and many other global dangers nearly every day. Join me, Sebastian Gorka, along with my SRN co-hosts and popular conservative speakers for an event to give you an intelligent answer to attacks from the far left. The War for America's Soul Tour. Coming to Detroit live this fall, exclusively on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. I'm Brian Kurtz, president of AIP Financial Services. 
A fixed annuity is similar to a CD at a bank. They both give you a guaranteed interest rate for a certain period of time and are very safe. Fixed annuities, though, typically pay a higher interest rate than CDs, and the interest is tax-deferred until you take it out. As an independent advisor, I'm proud to be able to offer the highest guaranteed rates anywhere in the nation. Call AIP Financial Services today at 866-247-6663 to find out what you could be earning on your safe money. I'm not an actor. I was not compensated in any way for this. Byron bought a timeshare. After 12 years of endless fees and broken promises, he wanted out. I saw an ad about a company that talked about being able to get you out of your contract, and they would sell your timeshare. They ripped me off. I found out later on that the market for timeshares is non-existent. So he turned to Wesley Financial Group. They had a very good Better Business Bureau rating, and after reading all the testimonials, I felt like I wanted wanted to give them a chance. Wesley Financial Group got Byron out of his timeshare contract legally. If you are like me and you would like to get out of this contract, I strongly urge you to get a hold of Wesley Financial Group. They are honest and good people, and I just want to thank them from the bottom of my heart. For your free information kit, call 800-349-8877. 800-349-8877. Again, 800-349-8877. The Supreme Court confirmation process has been on the point of breakdown for 30 years, and it finally collapsed with the nomination of Brett Kavanaugh. I'm Molly Hemming. And I'm Carrie Severino. Our new book, Justice on Trial, The Kavanaugh Confirmation and the Future of the Supreme Court, tells the story of the process that Kavanaugh himself called a national disgrace and a circus. The Supreme Court is the arbiter of America's most divisive disputes. The incentive to destroy Supreme Court nominees has become nearly irresistible. Our book, Justice on Trial, explores how that happened to Brett Kavanaugh and what we must do to prevent it from happening again. With more than 100 interviews, including the president, dozens of senators and other officials, we uncovered shocking details, untold until now. Will the next confirmation fight be even uglier than Kavanaugh's? Our new book, Justice on Trial, has the answer. Justice on Trial, the Kavanaugh confirmation and the future of the Supreme Court is the explosive new bestseller by Molly Hemingway and Carrie Severino, published by Regnery. Get your copy now at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, and wherever books are sold. Terrorism, radical jihad, nuclear instability. The United States faces these and many other global dangers nearly every day. Join me, Sebastian Gorka, along with my SRN co-hosts and popular conservative speakers for an event to give you an intelligent answer to attacks from the far left. The War for America's Soul Tour. Coming to Detroit live this fall, exclusively on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. MotorCityHelpWanted.com presents the world's worst boss, the one who posts jobs on huge national job sites looking for anyone with a pulse. We'll just call him Dave. Dave, did you forward me this email from Svetlana? Yes. You want me to interview her for a job? Well, it says she's looking to get down to business. It also says she likes gentle bear cub man who knows what he likes. I'm gentle. Dave, this is a Ukrainian dating site. Corporate said we should hire more diverse candidates. Don't be a Dave. Find your perfect local employee at MotorCityHelpWanted.com. Local jobs that work. This is Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Welcome back to our Next Steps for Seniors program, where we're discussing a phenomenal program that I highly recommend for all of our listeners to attend Friday, October 25th. Mark it in your calendars. 
and they are having some excellent speakers, all in regards to dementia, providing care, Alzheimer's, and truly bringing awareness. So tell us, Libby, a little bit more about the purpose and goal um, of the entire program. Absolutely. So uh, Judge Mester himself, this was his original idea. And we all discussed it and just thought, what a phenomenal idea. We'd like to do this on a regular basis and just um, have awareness in the community. Uh, The people that we can touch is enormous. It can be anyone from the community, someone caring for someone with dementia, healthcare professionals, caregivers, uh, caregivers that work in the skilled nursing facilities, in the assisted livings, in the home care uh, arena. And we are working right now on getting that accredited for social worker uh, continuing education. So we are working with the Alzheimer's Association right now to get that accredited with them. When we decided to sit down and talk about our actual mission, um, our mission is to bring that awareness to the needs of the upcoming baby boomer generation and the issue of dementia. The goal is to present methods of action um, to ensure that dignity, which we keep talking about that word, but it is so important with this population, and providing support and those resources for anyone caring for a loved one. You had asked previously about a phone number or something that they could contact. Uh, there are a couple ways to sign up for the program. There is the Evenbrite. If you're not familiar, you would go on a computer and you would go ahead and type in Evenbrite. You would go ahead and identify Preserving Dignity Conference. At that point, you can sign up for free. If needed, you can also call Cindy Dady. Her number is 248 773 4,000, and she is with the Oakland County Medical Society. Yep, and she can take your RSVP over the phone. So if you don't have internet access or you're not used to a computer, we want you to please call and leave your name and your phone number and that you'd like to attend the Preserving Dignity Conference. And Judge, you've got to be quite proud um, of what you've accomplished here because we've been talking for years and years and years about this problem And you have such a passion to get the word out. And now is the opportunity. It's all coming to fruition. Well, I think it's we. We have all come together. On the inspiring thing about uh, the planning committee, of which all all of you have been a part of, is each individual in their own life have experienced that, that frustration of helping their loved one to live in dignity for the remainder of their lives. And it's not shutting them into a nursing home that's a storage place for humans, but it's putting them into a place that is like a home. And the uh, the greening position with the Presbyterian Village is trying to establish an environment in every nursing home that is clearly a home. We have uh, my generation, the silent generation, and I know uh, all you women are kind of questioning whether I'm really a member of the silent generation, but I should tell you it were my, was my parents' fault that I was a member of the silent generation. <laughs> okay. But we're, we're nearly 25 million. The boomer generation is close to 70 million, a little over 70 million. That's over 100 million of our fellow citizens. That's a third of our population. I mean, a third of every village, every city, every county, every state, 
and the nation are going to be filled with seniors and all the issues that are confronted by individuals who step into senior status. And we want to bring out to the community that this is not something that we should shake our heads at, but something we should say, hey, how do we help each individual to continue working in service to the community and working in dignity for themselves? And I think that's what we're trying to stress, is that uh, so often retirement was seen, hey, retired, so you go home and you listen to the radio, and now you listen to the television set or play around with your cell phone like your three-year-old did. <laughs> uh, like that. Uh, but being a senior myself, I know what keeps me going is being involved with the various organizations I'm a part of. And thank goodness there are individuals a part of that organization that feel that I can make some kind of contribution because uh, it it keeps me alive. It keeps me feeling that I have a reason for existence. The boomers in, in my generation are living longer than most other generations. So if they have a dementia of any kind, is there anything we can engage them in so we can ensure that long term that they're going to have, which may um, double their time of employment? Uh, very much so, where they can still be a member of the community that is engaged in the community. For example, in education we talked about, why not have an hour each day where seniors can come in at the beginning of the day and talk to students at the in the grade school, in the middle school, I in the high school? I love that idea. I love that idea. And talk about living history, talk about the civil rights movement, the evolution of the civil rights movement. Uh, the Korean War, the Vietnam War, uh, the engagement in business and trying to find a job uh, so that they know that that black and white print in those books is a living history and people live it and people have, yes, they have stepped and made mistakes in their lives, but they've been able to overcome those mistakes and move on to a successful life and a happy life. Uh, that's what we can bring through the education community. And through the various business communities, say for the big three, with the computer age that we're in, and you'll have to help educate us seniors in the computer age, as you know, with my limitations, that that could be done at home. But they could be so engaged in doing things with the computer uh, in helping they're helping one of the big three or one of the other two and die companies or other companies in the in the area uh, to do their business by knowing that someone at home is also doing their business to help them. So there's a number of things. Transportation is another item that's very critical. Uh, right now I can still drive. My children are very concerned about if I drive with people that I may put them at risk. Uh, I feel very comfortable driving. I can handle. I have been able to respond fairly well, and I uh, I know I need to be checked periodically. But once I lose that opportunity to drive and those keys are taken away from me, I'm going to lose a sense of independence, a sense of status. So we're going to have to provide transportation. Uh, medication. Hospitals are too far away from the home for the individual to walk to them. Uh, the uh, They may not have transportation. Uh, 
It may be that we want to have, for example, neighborhood hospitals, small places, but places where they know at a particular time during the day they can get there by uh, walking or uh, so they can have their health issues taken care of. A better fashion, yeah. So I, I do love that we have Uber. I do love that we have the smart buses. I do love that a lot of our senior centers have transportation. I know the OPC in Rochester has the ability to be able to bring people to and from places for a very small fee, $2, I think, or something hmm. like that. So we do have some, there's a there's an excellent train system that not many people are aware of that I'm going to bring up in one of our segments. But, you know, there are some ways that we can utilize, thank goodness, now versus before. I mean, this whole Uber and all these other things is all new within the last five years. But it's exciting to be able to have the opportunity to use other venues to get to places. Because I agree, once the keys are gone, you feel like you've lost your independence. But I want to encourage our seniors to embrace that time Mm -hmm. and think of it more as now it's my time to be chauffeured around. (laughs) <laughs> I've spent my life driving. I get to be chauffeured now, right? I get to sit in the back seat. I can talk on the phone. I can do whatever I want, and I don't have to worry about what road to turn on, what light to stop right. at. Someone else is chauffeuring me around now. You're in the chariot. You're in the hot seat. You're the one who gets to be taken care of. We all want to be there. So, you know, we just need – it's how we look at things, and I want to encourage everyone because we need to embrace this time. We don't need to be fearful. We don't need to be scared. But we also need to be educated. And that's what I love, Judge Mester, about your heart. Because you admitted in the first segment, you didn't see it coming. No. You had no idea until she couldn't find the bathroom. And you lived with her every day. But that's the, that's what people need to know. When you're the closest to someone, it's the hardest because you're you don't even realize it. So I you just know. want to encourage our listeners. And we're going to... We're going to talk more in the next segment because I love your passion. I love your desire to get the word out. And I want to really make sure people come to this conference on October 25th at Walsh College. You're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. We'll be right back with you. You all have helped build my pillow into the amazing company that it is today. Hi, I'm Luke Hammett, and I'm back to talk to you about my pillow. Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of my pillow, wants to give back to you, the Patriot listeners. You can get deep discounts on all my pillow products if you go to mypillow.com right now and click on the new radio listener special. I've been using the MyPillow for about a year now, and let me tell you firsthand, folks, it is absolutely incredible. You can get deep discounts on MyPillows, mattress toppers, bed sheets, and so much more. For example, the body pillow is typically $89.99, but with my promo code Luke, it cuts that price down to $29.99. That's 65% off. Remember, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener special and get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. Enter the promo code Luke at checkout or call 800-861-6525 for these great radio specials. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. 
I'm Brian Kurtz, president of AIP Financial Services. A fixed annuity is similar to a CD at a bank. They both give you a guaranteed interest rate for a certain period of time and are very safe. Fixed annuities, though, typically pay a higher interest rate than CDs, and the interest is tax-deferred until you take it out. As an independent advisor, I'm proud to be able to offer the highest guaranteed rates anywhere in the nation. Call AIP Financial Services today at 866-247-6663 to find out what you could be earning on your safe money. Hi, this is Chris McCourtney, VP and General Manager here at Salem, Detroit. If you're listening to my voice right now, you're a listener to either Faith Talk Detroit or The Patriot Detroit. If you love one of these stations and you have experience in sales, we'd love to talk to you. You already understand our mission and what we do, so now maybe you'd like to join this team. If you have sales experience and understand digital marketing, we might have a job for you. Call Brad Smith, our sales manager, and give your name and number, and he'll give you the next steps. Call Brad at 248-581-1221. That's 248-581-1221. If you love us, come join us. It could be a life-changing opportunity for you, and you'll never know unless you call. Good evening and welcome aboard. Ark Midnight, these people will do anything to turn this republic into a communist technocracy. You're already under total surveillance. Of course they want your guns. Tonight at 10 on The Patriot. Don't fall for it. Keep your objectivity. and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Welcome back to our program, Next Steps for Seniors, and we're here for you. And we're here to talk about the things sometimes people don't want to talk about. But right now we're talking about a conference, and I want to encourage our listeners to attend. It is free. There is no charge in case you're just tuning in. And I'm going to let Susan go into a little more detail, but before I turn it over to her, the phone number to call is the Oakland County Medical Society. It is 248-773-4000. Her name is Cindy Daddy, and she is available to take RSVPs if you are interested. Did I say her name right? Yes, you did. Okay. You're good. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Susan, tell us a little bit more. Okay. Well, again, the conference is being hosted by the Oakland County Medical Society along with the Oakland County Bar Association and the Alzheimer's Association of Greater Michigan. Just want to uh, mention that our keynote speaker, again, was Dr. Bruno Giordani, and he'll be speaking about understanding Alzheimer's disease, science, research, discoveries, and how to get involved. And uh, again, in the morning uh, section, we'll have Andrew Morton speaking on bringing meaning and purpose through creative engagement. Dr. Sam Barmada will be speaking on non-Alzheimer's dementias. And then we will break for lunch, and uh, we may have some uh, surprise speakers during the lunch hour. And uh, thanks to Judge Mester and his uh, reaching out to the community. His connections. He knows everybody. He does. And then the PM uh, panel will be uh, caregivers and early-stage perspectives, 
Dr. Peter Lichtenberg uh, will be chatting on financial exploitation and cognitive impairment. Jennifer Hunt from the Alzheimer's Association will be talking about federal and state public policy update. And back to Wendy Jones, Senior uh, Living Placement and Care. Yes, they put me on the agenda. I'm so blessed. I am excited about this day. I think it's got a lot to offer. And the fact that it's free of charge, really, listeners, you need to know this. These conferences are like minimum $150 a person. So the fact that they're opening this up to you shows exactly where all of the people involved in this, where their hearts are. Because we want people to be educated. We want to give you the tools that you need and the resources that you need to come around side you so that you can be prepared. Like Judge Mester said from the beginning, we've got to be more prepared. Being educated, chances are high, like Libby mentioned earlier, that it's, it's on a rise, right? Alzheimer's dementia is on a rise. So let's be educated and let's be prepared so that we are able to make those decisions when we get to them. So, Judge, I wanted you to, this is our last segment. We're summing it all up. We talked about a lot of information. I want to make sure that you're able to really, truly share the most important takeaways from today's program that you want our listeners to grab a hold of. I think the main thing we want to stress is that this is going to be a total community engagement. All churches, all synagogues, all mosques must be involved. All businesses must be involved. All educational communities, all elements of the community must be involved in looking at this, not as something as a burden, but something as an opportunity to make a better community, a better society, for having everyone continue to be engaged uh, beyond their retirement as a member of the community. And I think this is something that we can really make a, a special, we can make a special opportunity to uh, to make a better society, uh, a better community, a better nation, uh, by having a totality rather than just putting people in a, in a home and saying, well, we'll wait till they die. No, we wanted them to remain engaged, engaged in a positive sense for the positive renewal of our society. And if you have breath, you have life. There is a purpose that you are here. So let's find out what that is and live to our fullest. Well, sure. I I think you're right. I think that's that's the main thing to give everyone that attention. Because we know we're, with the boomer generation, we're getting the generation that's going to live longer than any generation preceding it, that's going to have more dementia, as was pointed out by, by Libby. And I think that this is, this is critically important for us to understand all these aspects and to get together with our family early on and not to have them to see this as a burden, but as an opportunity to ensure that every member of their family can live in dignity to the last breath, uh, to make out those agreements that are understood by every member of the community, so uh, of the family, so that when the time comes, they understand who's going to handle what and how there's going to be continued information to all people. Uh, because in regards to finances, you want somebody who's close by that individual who can make those uh, uh, exchanges with the 
banking or the credit union or whatever financial institution they deal with. Uh, medical, HIPAA, it limits what you can have and what you can't have. Rather than spend the money of going to court, get that durable power of attorney or the medical power of attorney engaged early on so that the family agrees with it and they feel comfortable with it. And it's better to do it now than do it at the time of dementia, where unfortunately distance can create, unfortunately, a division. I wanted to also talk about before our segment closes the future conferences because you guys have a vision for continuing this work. That is correct. We realize that this first conference is basically going to look at it in a more general way with the need to have subsequent conferences that we're going to attempt to do on a fairly regular, sustained basis. Uh, They will all be free because we know of the need to engage the total community, and we want to bring to the people that there are answers to these problems, and they should not be thinking of themselves alone making the decisions of their loved one, but it's a community. It's all of us working together to ensure that our seniors live in dignity so we, in turn, can live in dignity. Exactly. It's so important. And I appreciate, I appreciate your passion. I appreciate your knowledge. And I know, Susan, you, you echo the same thing. Yes, I do. Uh, Your Honor, it's been a privilege working with you, working with you and uh, the opportunity to share my story and to help others through you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Susan's an active member of the committee as well. And I, so what I'd like to do is give the phone number again and then just one more call out to exactly uh, to the program and all the things that are taking place. So the phone number to call to register is 248-773-4000. Again, Cindy Daddy. And then in addition to that, you can go on Eventbrite. Eventbrite is an RSVP website and look up Preserving Dignity, the name of the program, correct, Susan, is Preserving Dignity. Preserving Dignity, and it's identifying the types of dementia and providing care Friday, October 25th, 2019 at Walsh College, registration at 8 a.m. And space is limited. Space is limited. So call now, get reserve your spot, because what we don't want you to do is call the last day and not be able to get in. Exactly. This is the time. (laughs) This is the time. So in closing, we've got two more minutes. Um, I want to just recap the most important takeaways. You mentioned a lot of documents that are important that people should be thinking about. Is there any other advice just from your personal experience that you would like to share? Well, I think the primary advice is to ensure that the totality of your family is engaged in understanding that there is going to be a time when uh, these kind of issues are going to arise And let's talk about it now as a family and agree on the manner in which we're going to address them uh, so there there are no conflicts. And I think that's the primary thing, to look at it early on. And there may be certain issues that need to be addressed but can be addressed by knowing at least how your loved one feels and how your uh, uh, fellow members of the family feel as well. So I think that's, that's probably the critical thing. And to know where you may need legal help or even your medical uh, assistance. And so that's the reason we brought the Medical Law Committee together. I'd like that you included the law, too. I think that's critical, obviously, being a judge. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, it's uh, it's where the law can help in in a conciliatory way that is the purpose of the existence of our legal profession. Right, right. Okay, so one more time, Friday, October 25th, Walsh College in Troy, Preserving Dignity is the name of the program. We've got numerous speakers, and you can register on Eventbrite. You can also go on to our Facebook page, Next Steps Number 4 Seniors. We will have information about the conference um, and maybe even how to register. We could add that to our our Facebook and even our website. I, I feel like this is extremely important. And we encourage everyone. We want to get the word out. Thank you, Susan, from the bottom of my heart. Thank Libby, you. for being here. And Judge Master, um, you are all just wonderful people that have such a passion. And you're sharing that with our, lis- our listeners today. And I appreciate that. Well, thank you, Wendy, because you are the means by which this information can get to the community and bring it together. Because it's something that we should all join together in a partnership. And we can do it together. Yes. Amen. You're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. You've been listening to this week's edition of Next Steps for Seniors with your host, Wendy Jones. You can reach Wendy with any questions you have at area 248-651-5010. That's 248-651-5010. Join us again next week as Wendy provides more information and resources for those important next steps for your elderly parent or loved one.